Hello and welcome to Bible 365 with me, Hugh Hattrick. I do hope you're well and having a fantastic week. Now, it's day 250 of the programme and we're going to be reading from Proverbs chapters 11 and 12, then off into the New Testament with 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 33 to 58. And I'm going to try a new thing today. I'm going to actually share my screen so you can see the words that I am reading as well, so you can read along as well as hear me uh, read them out loud. And if it's your first time listening to the podcast or watching us on YouTube, a very warm welcome. And if you want to start on day one, then you'll always have a video or a podcast ready for you. So let's get started with day 250 of Bible 365 with Proverbs chapters 11 and 12. And I'll just go and select the screen and then we'll get started. The Lord detests dishonest scales, but accurate weights find favour with him. When pride comes, then comes disgrace, but with humility comes wisdom. The integrity of the upright guides them, but the unfaithful are destroyed by their duplicity. Wealth is, a worthless, is worthless in the day of wrath, but righteousness delivers from death. The righteousness of the blameless makes their path straight but the wicked are brought down by their own wickedness. The righteous of the upright delivers them, but the unfaithful are trapped by evil desires. Hopes placed in mortals die with them. All the promises of their power comes to nothing. The righteous person is rescued from trouble, and it falls on the wicked instead. With their mouths the godless destroy their neighbours, but through knowledge the righteous escape. When the righteous prosper, the city rejoices. When the wicked perish, there are shouts of joy. Through the blessing of the upright, a city is exalted, but by the mouth of the wicked, it is destroyed. Whoever derides their neighbour has no sense, but the one who has understanding holds their tongue. A gossip betrays a confidence, but a trustworthy person keeps a secret. For lack of guidance, a nation falls, but victory is won through many advisers. Whoever puts up security for a stranger will surely suffer, but whoever refuses to shake hands in pledge is safe. A kind-hearted woman gains honour, but ruthless men gain only wealth. Those who are kind benefit themselves, but the cruel bring ruin on themselves. A wicked person earns deceptive wages, but the one who sows righteousness reaps a sure reward. Truly the righteous attain life, but whoever pursues evil finds death. The Lord detests those whose hearts are perverse, but he delights in those who are ways, whose ways are blameless. Be sure of this, the wicked will not go unpunished, but those who are righteous will go free. Like a gold ring in a pig's snout is a beautiful woman who shows no discretion. The desire of the righteous ends only in good, but the hope of the wicked only in wrath. One person gives freely, yet gains even more. Another withholds unduly, but comes to poverty. A generous person will prosper. Whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. People curse the one who hoards grain, but they pray God's blessing on the one who is willing to sell. Whoever seeks good finds favour, but evil comes to one who searches for it. Those who trust in their riches will fall, but the righteous will thrive like a green leaf. Whoever brings ruin on their family will inherit only wind, and the fool will be the servant to the wise. 
the fruit of the righteous is a tree of life, and the one who is wise saves lives. If the righteous receive their due on earth, how much more the ungodly and the sinner? Now, we'll just quickly go to Proverbs 12 again. Let's see. Let's see if this is actually working. It seems to do this, and it's... Now, we'll go to Proverbs 12. Whoever loves discipline loves knowledge, but whoever hates correction is stupid. Good people obtain favour from the Lord, but he condemns those who devise wicked schemes. No one can be established through wickedness, but the righteous cannot be uprooted. A wife of noble character is her husband's crown, but a disgraceful wife is like decay in his bones. The plans of the righteous are just, but the advice of the wicked is deceitful. The words of the wicked lie in wait for blood, but the speech of the upright rescues them. The wicked are overthrown and are no more but the house of the righteous stands firm. A person is praised according to their prudence, and one with a warped mind is despised. Better to be a nobody and yet have a servant than pretend to be somebody and have no food. The righteous care for the needs of their animals, but the kindest acts of the wicked are cruel. Those who work their land will have abundant food, but those who chase fantasies have no sense. The wicked desire the stronghold of evildoers, but the roots of the righteous endures. Evildoers are trapped by their sinful talk, and so the innocent escape trouble. From the fruit of their lips people are filled with good things, and the work of their hands bring them reward. The way of fools seem right to them, but the wise listen to advice. Fools show their annoyance at once, but the prudent overlook an insult. An honest witness tells the truth, but a false witness tells lies. The words of the reckless pierce like swords, but the tongue of the wise brings healing. Truthful lips endure forever, but a lying tongue lasts only a moment. Deceit is in the heart of those who plot evil, but those who promote peace have joy. No harm overtakes the righteous, but the wicked have their fill of trouble. The Lord detests lying lips, but he delights in people who are trustworthy. The prudent keep their knowledge to themselves, but a fool's heart blurts out folly. Diligent hands will rule, but laziness ends in forced labour. Anxiety weighs down the heart, but a kind word cheers it up. The righteous choose their friends carefully, but the way of the wicked leads them astray. The lazy do not roast any game, but the diligent feed on the riches of the hunt. In the way of righteousness there is life. Along that path is immortality. Now we'll go into the New Testament. Into 1 Corinthians chapter 15. And it's uh, 33 to 58. Do not be misled. Bad company corrupts good character. Come back to your senses as you ought and stop sinning for there are some who are ignorant of God. I say this to your shame, the resurrection body. But some will ask, how are the dead raised? With what kind of body will they come? How foolish! What you sow does not come to life unless it dies. When you sow, 
you do not plant the body that will be, but just as a seed, perhaps of wheat or of something else. But God gives it a body as he has determined, and to each kind of seed he gives its own body. Not all flesh is the same. People have one kind of flesh, animals have another, birds another, and fish another. There are also heavenly bodies and there are earthly bodies, but the splendour of the heavenly bodies is one kind, and the splendour of the earthly bodies is another. The sun has one kind of splendour. And hopefully, actually, hang on a minute, it's going wrong. No, sorry about that. It seems to have jumped. I'll go back to Corinthians 15. Aha, there we are. Corinthians 15. The sun has one kind of splendour, the moon another, and the stars another. The star differs from star in splendour. So will it be with the resurrection of the dead. The body that is sown is perishable. It is raised imperishable. It is sown in dishonour. It is raised in glory. It is sown in weakness. It is raised in power. It is its own a natural body. It is raised a spiritual body. If there is a natural body, there is also a spiritual body. So it is written, the first man, Adam, became a living being. The last Adam, a life-giving spirit. The spiritual did not come first, but the natural, and after that, the spiritual. The first man was of the dust of the earth. The second man is of heaven. As was the earthly man, so are those who are, who are on, of the earth. And is the heavenly man, so also are those who are of heaven. And just as we have borne the image of the earthly man, so shall we bear the image of the heavenly man. I declare to you, brothers and sisters, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, nor does the perishable inherit the imperishable. Listen, I tell you a mystery. We will not all sleep, but we will all be changed. In a flash, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet. For the trumpet will sound, the dead will be raised imperishable, and we will be changed. For the perishable must clothe itself with the imperishable, and the mortal with immortality. When the perishable has been clothed with the imperishable, and the mortal with immortality, then the saying that is written will come true. Death has been swallowed up in victory. Where, O death, is your victory? Where, O death, is your sting? The sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, he gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my dear brothers and sisters, stand firm. Let nothing move you. Always give yourselves fully to the work of the Lord, because you know that your labour in the Lord is not in vain. May God bless the reading of his word. I apologise for a few little technical hitches, but hopefully that has worked and you've been able to see the details there. There we go, let's pray. Dear Lord Jesus, we thank you for this time together. Lord, a time to pray, a time to have joy in thinking about what you have done for us and hearing your words of incredible wisdom, helping us, Lord, to focus on you, to learn about what is coming, to learn about how to make best our lives as you have called it to be, to take away our worries. Lord, we lay down our burdens before you. We give them over to you, never to pick them up again. 
Lord, we thank you, Jesus, as you have forgiven us our sin and we truly repent of all the things that we have done wrong. And Lord, we ask that you would help us to forgive those who have sinned against us. Lord, let us hold nothing against anyone. Let us be prepared in spirit, Lord, for walking with you every day. And when that moment comes, when the trumpet calls, that we would be ready. And Lord, that you would say to us, good and faithful servant, those are the words we long to hear. And for our children and our families too, we pray help them, Lord, to come to you in great faith, to receive your heart, Lord, to receive the love of Jesus in their lives, to be baptised, Lord, in water and in the Holy Spirit and see them go on to be fruitful and great disciples of Christ. In your almighty name of Jesus, amen. Well, thank you very much for joining with me today on day 250. We've got about 115 days to go to do the whole the whole uh, reading uh, um, uh, system, but I'm looking forward to it. It's been a great blessing so far, and I hope it's a great blessing to you. And may God bless you. Have a wonderful day, and I'll see you again very soon. Bye just now.